I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, Finding Yourself in Life's Little Moments. Hi, dear listener. So I'm sitting in a new and different place from where I usually sit, but it's still very close to the ocean here on the east coast of Australia, this vast island continent. And I come to you from the fields of ancient lava, which flowed out here something like 260 million years ago. So I'm sitting on this dark black-brown rock that has lichen growing on it, white-gray, and there are plants growing in between the crevices of, of what was once molten lava. And I see before me little green plants and little aloe vera plants because, of course, this is a warm environment, a temperate environment. It's winter here, so it's a little bit cool, but the sun is shining brightly and the sky is blue and there are beautiful clouds hanging across the vast horizon before me. So you might hear the sea, this magnificent steely blue hue today, and it's quite calm, so it just has this wonderful, relaxing, undulating quality as the waves in the distance are moving back and forwards and back, glistening in the sun. So wherever you are, I wonder if you can imagine all of this and imagine that my sitting here is connected on this place to wherever you are sitting, to whatever is around you, to whatever you find yourself amidst, even if it's as different as could possibly be the case, that really in the end these differences are what I want to actually kind of shed some light on and to give us a kind of hope and sense of profound and, you know, I would say radical interconnectedness. Because what I'm realizing is that, and I feel blessed to be a musician for reasons that I'll tell you about, but what I'm realizing is how actually, truly connected we are beyond time, beyond space, and the place in the body that that feels most alive in is the heart. So this podcast is about our place on this earth and how we can actually be connected and experience interconnection beyond anything we might have imagined and how that is also somehow really related to and expressed through the heart. So I'll share two stories with you. So a friend of mine is traveling in the United States now and she first was visiting Maui, the island of Maui, one of the Hawaiian islands, partway between here, Australia, and the U.S., which is where I'm from. And she sent me a photo of herself sitting on lava, solidified over centuries. And the lava here at the eastern edge of Australia, where I am, I discovered is 260 million years old. And I was thinking to myself when I looked at that picture of her sitting on the lava there in Maui, the island of Maui, Hawaii, I wondered, how old is that lava? So it turns out to be about five to six hundred years old. So I was thinking to myself, how incredible. Here's my friend sitting on these lava scapes, these ancient volcanic remnants. And here I am sitting on these ancient volcanic remnants. 
And the age of these two volcanic lava fields are very, very, very far apart, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of years in difference in age. And yet when I saw her sitting there, I felt like there's no difference. There's my friend sitting on those lava fields, blackened, that rock having been deposited there somewhere around 1500 AD, 1600 AD. And then this lava here, lava that was spewed out from a volcano not that far from where I'm sitting 260 million years ago. And I thought to myself as I looked at that picture of her and considered myself sitting here that there was no distance in time. There was no distinction between the lava that was there 500 years old and here 260 million years old and my friend there five or six thousand miles distance. So it's a fascinating thing, dear friends. This is what I've been contemplating, is that so much in the world will try to convince us that we're different, separate, distinct, foreign to each other, and yet it's really not true. Not when you really, really, really think about it. And that's what that picture of my friend there sitting on that lava field in Hawaii communicated to me as I was contemplating this and I'm contemplating this now sitting here on this ancient, ancient lava here on the east coast of Australia. We measure our lives in days, hours, minutes, days, and it's becoming even more episodic, even more sort of fast. And now, you know, you find reels and and these tiny little clips of people's lives, and it goes like bang, bang, bang. People are scrolling through these things, you know, one thing after another. And our attention span as a result is, is decreasing, right? It's shortening. But what I hope to do in this podcast is suggest that it's possible to lengthen our attention span in the contemplation of this earth and how interconnected we actually all are and what it means for me to be sitting on this ancient rock here and my friend to be sitting on that ancient rock there and for there to be no difference, for there to be this connection between us in friendship and this ultimate sense of deep time interconnection between all the places and elements of the earth. So it brings me to my second contemplation and experience, which happened, oh, I'd say three weeks ago or so. It happened during, and these are still going on, these massive forest fires in Canada. And I have a friend there who is, like myself, a writer and a poet, And she loves contemplating life, and she has beautiful books, and I'll post links in the description section of of this podcast. And these are rare events. Canada is not known for its forest fires, for its brush fires, for extensive destruction due to fire there. It's not known for that, not as far as I know. And... I had released a video which I'm doing of these beautiful songs, that, songs that I really love, and one was called Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Credence Clearwater from the 70s. And it goes a little bit like this. Someone told me long ago There's a calm before the storm 
I know it's been coming for some time. When it's over, so they say, it'll rain on a sunny day. I know, shining down like water. I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? I want to know, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day? So I posted my little video on YouTube of that song of mine that I sung with these beautiful images of the rain and of sun showers and of the rainbow. And my friend commented, her name is Brenda Pettigrew, she commented, she said, oh my gosh, I was listening to this and I felt it in my heart. And as I was listening and just in this day, the rain has started, thankfully, helping to squelch and squench and quench <laughs> the fires, the thirst of those fires here that are doing so much damage. So I was so struck by her comment because as I was reading her words, having made that video and feeling the song inside me, and having seen images of destruction of these vast tracts of blackened forests there in Canada, and the smoke inundating, the smoke just engulfing places like New York City and Washington, my home, you know, the Northeast, from whence I come, and that's never happened, not in my lifetime, have I ever known that area to be engulfed, to be enshrouded with heavy black from smoke from forest fires never in my life so Brenda wrote to me and she said oh she said I listened to this video of yours and I felt and feel the freshness of the rain now that's coming and I thought how amazing that synchronicity if you want to call it that of the rain happening there this song and the words emanating out from my lips here and that fire slowly being quenched, slowly easing. Those drops of rain like a balm for everyone, all living creatures. And Brenda spoke about her heart and she said, I could feel it in my heart. And dear friends, this is the point of contemplation, you know, I think, is that the human heart holds everything. It holds things beyond time and beyond space. It was as if when she mentioned her heart, I could feel the sense of inherent non-local, I'm going to use that word and then explain what I mean, simultaneity between my uttering these words of the song, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day? And that fire being quenched and Brenda's heart lifting as the hearts of millions of people there would be lifted as that rain came down and it being one phenomenon held mysteriously in the deepest recesses of our very being as humans. So when I was growing up, 
I began to realize that both my parents were somewhat unusual. They were both very studious, and they were both very deep thinkers, and my mom is still with me, and she still is, and my dad in spirit. They are incredible philosophers and visionaries and thinkers. And my mom in the 1960s, and this is where I first heard about this, did a PhD, which was very unusual for a woman back then, let alone what she studied, which was something called quantum mechanics, quantum physics. People like David Bohm and Niels Bohr, people who were looking at physics, at the physical world, at the phenomena of of the physical world, and thinking about Newton and Descartes and Einstein and all these amazing people who had come before and saying, you know what, I think things might be a little different than what we realize. They might not be so linear, so logical, so deterministic, so, how can I say it, atomistic. And they were starting to talk about something called non-locality and what that means I'm not a physicist, so I'll just describe it in what I know in a very basic way, is that two particles, quantum particles, can know of each other and affect each other instantaneously, no matter how far apart they are. It's as if distance falls away, and the quantum reality is one of utter unity. That's what the physicist David Bohm loved talking about. It was nothing less really than a spiritual endeavor and and thought process and contemplation that he was engaged in. And my mom was studying him shortly after he wrote his, you know, one of his major books in the early 1960s. She was on to him and fascinated by him. And it's extraordinary, you know, my mom, that she had this incredible sense of the future of what was the leading edge of our very human understanding. So that's why I guess my dad would always call me a think bigger, but I hand it to them and blame them <laughs> blame them in a very sweet way for it because they both were and are, and, uh, and that's where I've got it from. So when Brenda said to me, thank you for that song, she said those words are like the rain itself that's coming down now as I write this here in Canada. Here I am in Australia singing these things. There Wren is my friend in Maui sitting on that lava bed like I'm sitting here on this lava bed. And the in- inherent sense, the intuitive sense is that there is no distinction. There's no separation. There's no distance. There's no time, no space. We are one on this grand earth that has been formed over hundreds of millions of years over and over and over. And whether you're sitting on the earth that's been formed 500 years ago or right here where 260 million years ago or Brenda over there in Canada grappling with the realities of that. We are so connected and it's through really the deepest levels of our being. It's a quantum phenomenon and a quantum reality. We are quantum beings by nature, by definition. And that's really what I wanted to speak about, you know, today, because these beautiful little things that have happened between friends of mine and myself, and what my sense of this is, really, ultimately, the significance of it is incredibly profound and beautiful, unspeakably beautiful. And I think it holds the key. Dear friends, I'll say it humbly, but truthfully, I really feel that this understanding this reality, the sense of recognition, 
the sense of, of what's really the case among and between us all on this earth now and in space floating on this beautiful planet is the key to an extraordinary future onwardly now onwardly and onwardly now as we go so with that I bid you adieu and thanks so much for listening and here's the song (laughs) okay bye for now bye told me long ago they said there's a calm before the storm I know it's been coming for some time when it's over so they say well then it'll rain on a sunny day I know shining down like water days before well the sun is cold and the rain is hard I know been that way for all my time till forever and up it goes through the circle fast and slow I know it can't stop I wonder Have you ever seen the rain? I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain? Coming down on a sunny day.
come endow on a sunny day.